0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Anne Mazinga from Talk Retail. And I'm Chris Walton. And we have a very special guest for you all today. In between Chris and I, we have Justin Brown. He is the Chief Supply Chain Officer at Dollar Shave. Uh, Justin, welcome.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh,
0: We're pretty excited to have you here. Um, We want to give a quick shout out and thank you to our sponsors before we get started. Um, Thank you to Harbor Lockers by Luxor One. Uh, They are located in booth 715. So if you're still at the Manifest Show, go swing by, see Van, James and the team and get a demo of the new Harbor Locker systems. Um, Okay, first... Yes. Why don't you kick us off? Yeah. I mean, so
2: we were just talking to Justin before. I'm pretty excited about this. Justin, we were just talking to Justin beforehand. We were geeking out with him. He was like talking, we were talking about last mile providers and like giving him different ideas, and different companies. So I'm cool. I'm excited to talk to you in this, uh, this interview here. So let's, let's start out with the obvious question though. Like who are you? What do you do? Where does your job begin and end at Dollar Shave Club? Sure. Yeah, no problem.
1: So, um, Justin Brown. I am, as you mentioned, the Chief Supply Chain Officer for Dollar Shave Club. Uh, Prior to joining Dollar Shave Club, which is where I've been for three years, I spent a few years at SC Johnson um, running their North American planning organization. Uh, And prior to that, I spent 14 years with Unilever uh, across what I would consider all four lanes of the supply chain highway, you know, roles in planning, sourcing, making, deliver. Um, And so I would consider myself a bit of a supply chain lifer. I have a degree from the University of Tennessee. Uh, in oh. supply chain management. And as you've heard, I've been in the field uh, my entire career, so. So are you, you know,
2: a geek? A little bit You're of a supply geek, chain I get excited, <laughs> I do get yeah, excited about supply You're, chain. Yeah. Yeah. You're in, in good company, I think, I think you, you seemed okay. to before we got started, so yeah. that was good.
0: Um, well, I'm interested, Justin, You know, we're at the Manifest show, the future of logistics is the theme. Um, what is it that you are looking at? Um, what challenges are you trying to solve for uh, as we head into 2023?
1: Well, there's a couple of things that we're, you know, really looking to explore more here at the, at the conference. And and as, as Chris mentioned before, last mile delivery is something that's in, uh, incredibly important for us to continue to find ways to delight our customers by improving delivery speeds, by improving the service levels, all the while doing it at, you know, the best possible cost that we can find. And, uh, you know, as we've talked to a lot of people here at the conference, there's all kinds of new opportunities and tech platforms that allow uh, more consolidation, more information sharing, and, and quite frankly, more cost optimization opportunities uh, that really helps with that last mile f- uh, focus. Um, so that's one big thing yep. that we're really looking to explore here. Uh, in addition to that, we're also looking at, you know, freight optimization all around from our inbound and outbound mm-hmm. from a full truckload and an LTL standpoint. And a lot of it really deals mm-hmm. with, you know, information sharing, consolidation, and, and really a linkage between all the different nodes and having one single source of visibility and, and predictable you know, results from basically how we're moving freight all over the country and, and
0: for us, quite frankly, all over the world. What's, what's prevented that from happening so far? And what are you kind of hopeful for as you look for kind of some solutions here? So to be
1: really transparent, um, you know, we, we've actually gotten a pretty good level of efficiency and operational uh, execution out of our, uh, our fulfillment center in Columbus, Ohio. And we're doing it for a pretty competitive price a pretty competitive cost and and we have really good relationships with the current providers we have today uh in terms of who provides last mile deliveries for our parcels and our our razor only deliveries and so we've talked to a lot of companies in the past where the, the 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 cost offering the economics has been a bit of a challenge for us to to make things work based on the average order value of our particular order combinations and and the volumes that we have and so it's really just continuing to find Where there's going to be a really you know meaningful balance between service and cost that that will work for us from an roi standpoint and i'm i'm pretty optimistic and confident that some of the people we've talked to here this week will we can find something that probably will work but it's really just making the whole economic piece you know work for us has been a bit of a challenge
2: yeah i'm curious like what are some of those dynamics if you want to lay them out for the audience so they understand
1: well uh, you know when when we are shipping orders uh, with the with the makeup like we have in terms of you know pretty low from an overall order value just right. based on the, the the type of products we're shipping, um, you know consumers want deliveries faster. They want it you know quite frankly if they order it in the morning they want it there that afternoon if if they can and they don't want to pay for it, mm-hmm. and, and and rightfully so. And so the challenge we find is the shipping costs continue to just rise year over year. Everybody is in, incurring increases. Um, you know how do we manage the the balance between the, the typical order value, as I mentioned, with what right. those rising costs are, and still satisfying our customers.
0: Justin, I have a question for you. One thing that we've been hearing a lot, at least uh, I have in the sessions this morning, it's it's kind of that conversation or the negotiation that's happening with the customer. And are you willing to wait for a few days um, because of the uh, environmental impact that it might have, Mm -hmm. because of the economic impact that it might have for you? Or here are a few options. You could pick this up at your local store, at a locker, at, you know, you could have it delivered to your home, but they all come with different price uh, consequences, we'll say. How do you think about that, especially with a subscription business? Like, how do you think about what that future negotiation might look like with the customer because of all the things that you just right. talked about?
1: No, that's a great question, and, and it and it leads to a, a point of differentiation excuse me, a point of differentiation for yes. us in terms of how we think about our total business. So, to, to clarify, you know, we have a significant amount of our volume in our business that is through a subscription base. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also increasing literally every month the amount of on demand orders that we are getting and encouraging our consumers to continue to buy so more of a buy it now type of approach versus a recurring subscription box that arrives every month and so when you think about the subscription business the consistency of delivery is what is most important mm-hmm. not necessarily the speed of that delivery because if you're getting your you know your box of razors every 15th of the month and you're you're expecting it and it shows up regularly then you're happy right, right. and and it's really where that on demand customer who we're attracting to the site. We're attracting to all of the channels where we are, um, and then how are we satisfying them with with a much better experience from a speed standpoint while still, you know, managing the cost? So that's really where the challenge has, has been.
0: Yeah, and how does that play in? Like, if they if they need them tomorrow, but that they subscribe then for a monthly subscription, like, how does that kind of all play out? It seems.
1: Well, to be clear today, you know, even if they need them tomorrow, they're getting it in like three to five days at best. Right. And, and and we listen to our customers, we hear our customers, and we know that we have to do better. Mm-hmm. And so we actually have a few things in, in the process now that we're working on to at least provide some options for our customers. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there'll be different levels of pricing um, depending on the speed that they want it, but we are working to get, you know, some improvement in that space.
2: So I imagine you've got to be pretty tied in with merchandising then in your role and supply chain then to make sure that you're understanding what options they're serving up on the website and how it relates back to your deliverables as well a hundred percent i mean it's 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 absolutely
1: critical if, if you're not tied into the commercial strategies in terms of how you're designing and developing a supply chain strategy to support future growth it it will not work yeah right, right? and so um through our you know really snop process ensuring that we're continuing to to look further out into the future and continuing to be on the same page with our digital team and our marketing team to ensure that as we drive campaigns, as we drive additional incremental opportunities that we are providing supply chain options to make it the best possible experience we can. All
2: right, well, let's shift gears a little bit now. So we are at Manifest Conference, which I don't know if you know this, Justin, is the who's who conference in supply chain. <laughs> that's what I'm gathering. Yeah, that's, that's know, <laughs> I mean, seems that way. Yes, I know, right? I mean, who did it doesn't know that, right? But like, so my question for you is this, like a lot of cool tech here. What tech gets you excited? What tech's getting you out of bed in the morning? I'm curious.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it might not be the most uh, exciting or sexy answer, but to be honest, you know, uh, all of the tech that I'm learning about much more even this week is really about freight management, but more around information sharing and, and, and data mm. connectivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I was just talking to a gentleman who has a startup company that specializes in a pretty specific uh, element of the of the distribution network, m- namely Mexico to U.S. freight. Okay, uh, but really optimizing and linking the entire end-to-end process from the, the distribution through Mexico, to the border crossing, to the customs agents, to the end delivery in the States and consolidating that all in one digital, uh, you know, contained space where, you know, a year, two, three, four, five years ago, that was all separate, uh, multiple processes, multiple nodes that were very complex. And so really the digitization and the connection of, of how these platforms, these tech platforms are coming to light and really taking all of the complexity and, and guesswork out of the process. And and doing it at at a, at a better cost, quite frankly, and mm-hmm. so that's really what you know excites me.
0: And Justin, is that information shared, like I, I'm curious, because that's another theme that it seems to to be keep coming up here, is this collaboration or data sharing, like you mentioned? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think about that, you know, data sharing if it's if it's kind of all getting in together and we're all leveraging technology to to kind of distribute this information across, even if it means maybe partnering with someone that you would once have considered a competitor? Do you,
1: you consider that or you know that's an interesting question from a competitor standpoint we've kicked around the idea a bit to see if there could be options whether that's you know physical footprint sharing in terms of leveraging space constraints uh better or even you know load sharing from a transportation standpoint we are actively pursuing things around load sharing from a transportation uh, Mm. approach uh not necessarily with competitors but going through again some of these new companies that are almost creating marketplaces to where you're getting better rates and better you know optimization of your loads where you may not have a full truckload and they can you know consolidate with some, another customer and do it all simplistically um so it's, it's really exciting to see the advances come uh, continue to grow
2: which is very similar to what we just talked about with shake exactly like an hour ago but really same general idea i
0: think very progressive of dollar shape club to be thinking about things like that because it seems like still i mean at least in the retail and direct-to-consumer industry it's they're slow. They're slow to get on board with that at times. So I think that that's really, it's really exciting that that's kind of something that you're, you're exploring at Dollar Shave Club. Um,
2: Yeah. uh, All right. So, So let's get you out of here on this now. Why'd you come here? Manifest, what? Why this conference of all supply of all supply chain conferences in the world? What brought you to this one?
1: Well, I mean, honestly, I heard they were offering free booze. Um, <laughs> so, no, hey, I'm kidding, I'm
0: kidding, I'm kidding.
2: Although they are keeping it, real, <laughs> keeping it real. Yeah, it's rose all day today,
1: right? Uh, I haven't it had my is? rose yet. Yeah, she yeah, said that. Yeah. Right. yeah, I see a lot of people yeah. walking around, and there's a beer yeah. garden Puppy. inside. Oh, it's inside. Um, oh, we haven't done those puppies yet. I man. know. I gotta I'm see curious. the puppies. But no, in all seriousness, I mean, yeah, it's, right. it's obviously one of the premier logistics supply chain conferences in the country, and and you can just you can see by the number of attendees. And the number of speakers, and and the 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 level of speakers that we have here, and the level of attendees, it's uh, it's really great. And so, what brought me here is, you know, how can I find the next the next biggest thing for us in terms of our business to help drive a better experience for our customers, yeah. f- full stop. And I mean, that's why I'm here, and I'm yeah. confident that you know the right players are here to have those discussions and. You know, and, and also to meet and continue to network,
0: and it's just, uh, it's, it's it's, yeah, it's a great week to be here. And you are on stage tomorrow, is that right? That is correct. Tell us what you're going to be talking about.
1: Uh, well, we're talking about you know a lot of the same themes that we're kind of discussing yeah. here. Is Good. like what is the technology that we're most interested in, and you know, as as a as a customer uh, of some of the potential providers, you know, what is it that moves me to mm-hmm. to to be. Uh, or to land on a company that I would like to explore. What is the mm. process that I would go through in terms of mm. assessing the technology that's out there? And how do I go through the selection process? How do I validate what's gonna work? What's most important for us in terms of our business? Um, and in addition to that, also, how are we future proofing for you know, disruptions based on everything we've seen over the last two years? What changes have we made? Where are we seeing things shift in the next two to four years? Um, And just, you know, get just a general conversation on what we see the future of supply chain.
2: So kind of an education for the audience then, it sounds like in terms of how you view things, what you're looking for in solution providers and and that sort of thing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Awesome. Well, Justin, I want to thank you for being here today. If you are at the show, be sure to catch Justin's panel tomorrow. What time? I think
1: 10.30. 1030. Check, 10.30-ish. Check your <laughs>
0: schedules. Check, check manife.st.com and go look at the agenda. But we will make sure to be catching that session, Justin. Um, thank you so much for being here today, for taking the time with us. Uh, thanks to all of you for following along. Thank you again to Harbor Lockers by Luxor One for making all of these interviews possible for all of you. And as always, be careful out there.